Hi, uh, thank you everyone for tuning into the podcast. Um, this will be our second episode on the most popular Chinese apps. And yeah, uh, thank you everyone for listening to the first episode on one of the most popular games called um, Genshin Impact. Received a lot of uh, positive feedback and suggestions on you know, what future um, episodes should be on. So I think today will be a good opportunity to talk about um, one of the most popular um, Chinese apps, or I guess in this case will be more like a international app. So uh, in United States and most other international markets, it's called uh, TikTok. Um, but since it was, uh, you know, uh, produced by a Chinese company, ByteDance, so its um, Chinese name is called uh, Douyin in the China market, uh, which means vibrating sound. So um, I will have maybe 10 to 15 minutes of content prepared. And for the rest of the time, I will take um, any questions from the audience in the room. And if you happen to miss the live podcast, you can also send me um, questions or feedback either through the comment section on calling or you can DM me inside the calling app or uh, direct message me on Twitter. Um, yeah, so let's do a quick dive of the history of this app called uh, TikTok. I think for now on, I will just use um, TikTok to um, describe this app and I'll probably specify if it's uh, the Chinese version or the American version. So actually, um, TikTok, it was not its um, original name. So in 2014, uh, actually, there was this app called uh, Musical.ly, which is musical, uh, period, airway. So it was made by a Chinese product designer, Alex Zhu, I believe. He worked at a German um, SaaS company, uh, SAP, for a while. So then he launched this um, product, which is, um, I would say, pretty close to what uh, TikTok is nowadays because, you know, it's already a short form video app. And this app called Musical.ly has soon gained um, popularity thanks to a American TV show called uh, Lip Syncs um, Battle. So it's a show where the celebrities will, you know, basically perform a live lip sync performance um, to some popular songs. And usually after airing of the show, you will just see uh, a lot of, you know, just um, um, like common people, mostly like, you know, people in the United States will just start to release uh, lip synced, um, their own version of the lip, lip sync videos on Musical.ly. So it's actually already a huge, pretty huge success for Musical.ly. I believe it gains more than like 100 million users in a couple of years. And then in 2016, um, ByteDance, which is you know now one of the largest uh, unicorns companies in the world, uh, they launched uh, Douyin, so the TikTok China, um, which is regarded by most people as um, essentially a clone of the Musical.ly app. So they do pretty much the same thing, you know, um, where the user can release um, short form videos. So um, Douyin um, and then TikTok International was released the following 
um, months. So both of the versions of the TikTok were released in 2016. So on these apps, the TikTok China and you can say the TikTok International, they are essentially the same app using the same infrastructure and even the user interface are pretty much the same. The only difference is they have two separate um, database. So can't really see anything happening on the TikTok China if you're using the international app and vice versa. And so, yeah, after that, let's see. So right after 2016, 2017, um, TikTok is uh, merged with uh, Musical.ly through basically, you know, ByteDance acquiring Musical.ly. Um, so pretty much after that, you can see the um, TikTok just starts to um, basically skyrocket in terms of its um, user base. Um, the acquisition of Musical.ly by ByteDance is about uh, 1 billion US dollars. And then TikTok in its uh, final form reaches 1 billion installs on the App Store and Google Play combined um, in February of 2019. And pretty much uh, after that, you know, TikTok just become one of the most uh, well-known social media platforms um, in United States and also in the whole global market. Um, I think in this episode, we probably won't um, dive too deep into some of the you know legal and political issues related to um, TikTok. I will just briefly mention some of the past events. Um, yeah, mostly just because I haven't done enough research on this, and some of these are still ongoing events, so don't really have much to say. But if you really you are really interested about these topics, um, definitely leave leave a comment or send me a message. I will definitely do a follow-up episode, hopefully in a couple of months when, you know, some of the legal settlements are finished. So, yep. Um, let's see. So I think that one of the biggest news uh, happened in 2020 is that, you know, the former U.S. President Donald Trump, he basically tried to um, err urge or just try to, you know, push um, ByteDance to sell TikTok to um, U.S. companies. I believe uh, Microsoft and Oracle, they were the major um, bidders on this acquisition of um, TikTok um, U.S. Um, so at that time, I think there were executive orders that banned any U.S. companies to do transaction with um, TikTok um, I think included in that band is another app called uh, WeChat, which is the most popular um, social media or messaging app in China. And we'll definitely cover WeChat in the future episode soon. So during these bands, I think uh, that didn't really uh, work out as planned by you know President, former President Trump. So what happened in June this year is they basically just lifted the ban. So now um, TikTok US is just back to its normal. Um, however, you know, it's still a totally um, independent um, app from the TikTok um, China version. Uh, so it still uses its own separate database. And um, 
so people in China can't really get access to TikTok US and vice versa. Yeah, so this is a pretty uh, interesting business story because, you know, ByteDance, the company behind um, TikTok, they don't, uh, they didn't really take any investments from the one of the big three, you know, tech companies in China. Uh, most people refer to those big three as like BAT. So it's Baidu, Alibaba, and Tencent. Usually if you are like a internet or tech company that's uh, emerged after like the early, you know, 20 teens. So usually uh, one of these three companies will be invo involved in your um, growth of your business. They will either directly, you know, invest in you or they could just uh, acquire at some point. So ByteDance is definitely um, the biggest like unicorn right now in the global market and they never took any uh, money from the big three. Um, BAT, and I think now they are already much bigger than the smallest of the old like big three. So it's much bigger than um, Baidu now. And I think um, we will do another future episode on ByteDance um, because before like TikTok, they are um, most popular um, and most successful product is actually called um, Tojiao. It's uh, basically means uh, headlines in Mandarin Chinese. So it's a news um, aggregation app that once you open, you will just see the aggregation of news from different sources. And it would be pretty interesting to cover that story, you know, how a Chinese company can, you know, rely on this news aggregation app to become one of the biggest um, unicorns ever. And I don't think that ever happened in any other markets. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for the history of um, TikTok. Um, I'm sure I missed some of the details. And if the audience have any um, questions about the history, the present, or the future of uh, TikTok, whether it's in US or in China, uh, you're welcome to uh, just ask me any questions right now or after the live broadcast ends. So I will just stay in this room for few minutes in case people have questions. Yeah, thank you.